regular season sportscast. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another week. Yes, my friends, we are back for another week of Talking Sports, another week of foolishness, debauchery, and all things ridiculous in the world of sports. And believe me, they are very foolish, and they are silly, but we love it nonetheless because we are the sports fans that we are, and pretty excited this week, pretty hyped up this week, uh... Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of things happened this past week that made me realize that I got to start not only continue my grind that I do on this show, but the other shows that I'm part of, and um, also looking into branching out into to other ventures besides what we're doing here. And I gotta tell you, like I'm just so stoked and excited. I'll tell you guys in a minute what the idea is. Uh, what when I not not the whole idea. I'm not going to tell you every fucking thing, but I'll just give you an idea of where the premise comes from and why uh, I want to do something else. Not something else away from this is going to be as well as this, but it's going to be something else that ties into the whole the whole Rageworks family and what we do over here in the studios and stuff. So I, I, I'm pretty excited. I'll let you guys know in a minute. But welcome, everybody, to another episode of... The regular season sportscast. I am your host, Jada Red Santee, here to bring to you another week of ridiculousness, ridiculousness, debauchery, foolishness, buffoonery, and all things that are just plain old sports. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on the liking group page on the regular season sportscast. Check us out on the Instagram at regular season sports on Instagram at regular season sports i did say that yeah at uh on twitter at rwj santi and as well as on the youtube at trss turnbuckle tabloid also check us out on all the podcasting outlets that are available to you iHeartRadio, spotify itunes google play everything that has a podcasting outlet don't it's there there's nothing else you can do just look for it it's there the regular season sportscast we're everywhere damn it find us type us in you'll see us we will pop up Believe me, it's, it's that easy. Also, make sure you check out the family at RageWorks.net. RageWorks.net is where they got everything you want in the pop culture. Why go anywhere else when you can go to RageWorks.net for everything that's under the sun, prevalent to all things relevant in pop culture? We do it for the culture, pop culture, that is. TV shows, movies, comic books, video games. We got all the bases covered, you know, even with our podcasting. Call, call me when it's over. The regular season sportscast you got here. Turnbuckle tabloid, toys and text, varying issue. And... Of course, black is new black. We have everything covered. So you don't need to go anywhere else when you have it here with us at RageWorks.net. So this week, I was inspired. I, I was working. I was producing the, uh, the, the Call Me When It's Over episode this week. And the, con- the, the, the conversation went into uh, individuals not putting in the work that they have for their passions and you know it's certain things that you know, people say that uh, you know getting their 15 minutes of fame and then all of a sudden it's gone and then what happens next and then what do you want to do so so far this past few years I, i've been doing I, I i've written for 
the RageWorks family. I I I wrote for 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 Rich and, and the crew early on. Uh, I believe it was 2012. I started 2011, 2012. I started, and then transitioned to the podcasting. Once I realized I couldn't write for too much because you know life was getting a little bit too hectic, I was actually writing at work. I would sit there and write articles at work, and um, I just said, you know, I don't do it anymore. And then when uh, opportunity arose, when it came to doing the sports aspect for this show, it was it was a no brainer. Rich said, "Let's do it now." You know, a hundred and gaga episodes in, we're still here doing it. Three years later, knock on wood, we're still here. Regardless of uh, co-host or no co-host, whoever sits in and people have been showing love. It's been a great thing. They actually recognized me first when I go to wrestling events for TRSS, then Termical Tablet, because that's where Termical Tablet came from. Then when uh, Rich decided he wasn't going to do my take anymore, and that's the wrestling segment was going to be dead off. He said, hey, if you want it, it's yours. I was doing it on TRSS anyway, so... Turnbuckle Tabloid became its own separate entity. Shout out to to my boy Oski, who's been with me for the long run. I haven't lost that co-host yet. Knock on wood on that. And we opened up uh, a new door for our guy, your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. He, um, as you may know, he is very opinionated and he has a lot to say. And when that, when the moment, when the, the 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 idea occurred for him to get his own thing, he's another one that's one hundred and gaga episodes in as well so uh knock on wood for him with that as well consistency as well consistency so there's one thing there's been one aspect of my life that i i've been wanting to do for the longest of the longest time and it's something that i i've been wanting to do since i was a kid i remember watching it's still a clear memory i remember watching the muppet show and when fozzy bear was on the on, on 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 the screen and i saw him trying to be a comedian trying to do stand-up and he wasn't funny i thought that was hilarious i thought it was just funny that all his jokes bombed he was just a bad comic but the one thing that he didn't do was quit he just kept pining on he kept trying to get his jokes over he he, he tried to hit those punch lines even though nobody laughed or it just didn't work he he was consistent on trying to be funny and I admire that even as a kid, I was like, wow, this, this guy, you know, this bear doesn't, he knows he's horrible, but he's still doing it. And you gotta, you gotta admire that. So, uh, for the longest time, I've always wanted to do stand up. Always, always wanted to, to try it. Always wanted to go and do the rounds, at least do some amateur hours, do something in stand up. People have always told me that uh, I'm a character that I should have been on TV. I should have this. I should have done that. And I, you know, it's, it's my own fault. I never really pursued it. I did acting for a few years, you know, but I have a face for radio. Let's be honest. I'm like a mixture of Bart Simpson and, um, fucking powder from the movie powder. Like I'm that fucking, I got that look. Some, some may say, well, I forgot what I, I got a certain, I get like uncle Fester. Sometimes I got that fucking look, whatever. But in any case, uh, uh, I've always been told that my, my skills are there. I just, I just never really honed on it and pushed it because it was just timing and a lot of things that just was thrown at me i had certain uh uh, events in my life that just never pushed me to do the stand-up thing but it wasn't until the past couple of years that i just started uh i I started writing down stuff in, in my on my phone and i started writing notes and in my notes it was just basically a premise my my beginning premise of a set i was 
trying to build to do uh five to seven minutes and and mind you it took maybe a couple of years because i i sometimes you hear something smart something genius and you just like you just jot it down and i and that's the stuff that i do here for the show as well like any all the other shows whenever i have an idea for something i you jot it down write it down they always tell you write it down so i i wanted to build something to do stand up and i tell you i love stand up like i study it i watch it a lot a lot a lot i you know there was times that I I I would spend nights on end, even growing up, just watching stand up. I remember early watching as a kid, watching uh Eddie Murphy, watching uh uh Howie Mandel, watching especially Robin Williams. And I was a kid and my, my, my mom and my aunts would let me sit and you know, some of the stuff was profanity laced and cussing and all that stuff, but I would still they would still allow me to watch it. I was a little bit advanced beyond my years. And, and it was just it was magical to see an individual stand in front of a, a large audience and just have them roar with laughter. It's almost, it's like watching a, a football player knowing that all eyes are, are on him, a quarterback, and he knows that he has to drive to score this touchdown to win the game and millions and millions of people are watching and they do it with, and most of them, like the Joe Montana's would, do it with such ease and i would watch these comedians do the same thing they would do it with such ease they would go on stage and you could tell like some of them even looked as though like it wasn't even rehearsed like they didn't memorize their routine they just looked off the cuff like when i would watch robin robin williams was just lightning in a bottle he'd be all over the place eddie murphy eddie murphy his routine it was as though as you would we're having a conversation with him and he just did all the talking and you just listen to everything. It just didn't seem paced, you know, and of course we'll, we'll say the priors, but one individual in particular that I, I, I admired early on and this, this, this was in my early teens and I would watch the specials on HBO and I always thought this man was poignant, educational and funny as hell was George Carlin. Carlin to me was God. He actually was the reason why I've become the cynical prick that I am, the fucking, the you know, at times can be so jaded and 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 uh, lazadaisical when it comes to the the way that I look at life and, and certain things. But he was so poignant, and at the end, he always wanted to make it clear to you guys that I'm trying to not only educate you, but you could take a laugh with it as well. You could chuckle at it as well because I'm I'm going to tell you stuff. So three years I, I I would listen to I, I would watch and I would study guys and and ladies. I would you know watch the um the even Ellen DeGeneres the the Rosie O'Donnells the um uh, uh Janine Garofalo's like I would see all these individuals you know female males and would study it. I watched you know the letterman show when the stand-up i would love when the stand-up comes out and the carson show when when the stand-up comedian i was always waiting for the stand i always i hated what to see like these when the musical acts would come out i was like oh what a fucking joke. no i wanted to see the stand-up act that's what i wanted then you see the progression that went in time when you saw you know the dice clays and the 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 the, the progression when the the, the the minorities started coming up to the ranks with the Chris Rocks and the, the Eddie Griffins, the Martin Lawrences, and then not Latinos was coming out with Ted Alejandro, uh, George Lopez. Like I, it was crazy. So anyway, I know this is a sports show. I'm just going into. I'll, I'll pull it back soon. Any case, so my idea is now to get myself out there to finally just accomplish a dream, even if it's just to do it one time. I did it one time at a wrestling event. 
it was a mix of uh, I, I I I aired the routine on TRSS a few years ago, um, where someone had the idea of doing a wrestling slash comedy event, and before the wrestling started, the, you had comedians. My 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 idea was just to do four minutes, five minutes riff and just introduce the comedians. And God, I died on the in the ring because it was in a wrestling ring. I died in there. It was horrible. Even super producer Sally turned to me and I and I looked at her. I said, How did I do it? She goes, Oh, you were terrible. But I loved it. I loved that feeling. It was just so it was my Fozzie Bear moment. It was my it was my moment. So uh I just started a, a page on Facebook and on Instagram. It's called a uh, social media stand up. Guys, check it out. Uh add it. What I'm doing now is I'm just uh what I, I I'm laying on the groundwork where I'm just sharing a lot of old and new stand up from from all the comedians that we, we, we know and love and some that you may not know, some that I know uh through the years that I've watched and, and, and laughed. Hell, I remember when Netflix just had Comedy Central presents, it was all the episodes and I watched all top to bottom, all fucking episodes, man. I it, it's I tell you, man. I've I've studied. I watch it. You know, Gotham Comedy Club stuff. I've I've, I've gone to to certain. Um, I've gone to 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 comedy clubs and watched individuals. I met a couple of guys from there as well. Real cool guys who've been on the show. Shout out to Mad Dog James L. Madden who's been on the show. I gotta say, it's one thing that's been itching me, and I'm just gonna say that with these with these pages, I not only want to show the stand up of now, but I also want to help bring out. Not professional comedians. I would like to do something different with that. But you'll see. I'll let you guys. I'll, I'll pull back the curtain on that later on. So this week we have. Uh, uh, this week's rant is going to be about the NBA is now going to allow with their G League high school players to. What the hell is that? Um, high school players to to come in and become you know part of the league and they're going to pay them a certain amount of money that is going to be interesting that will be interesting my discussion i have a discussion with that where um it seems as though certain uh, certain women in the WNBA believe that that's uh unfair and unright and not right they should be getting paid as well so i want to have a discussion about that also, uh, talking sports and shit, we have tons of that and the NFL, uh, review and preview. Let's, um, let's get it going. When we come back this week's rundown, we'll have, uh, the NFL rundown as well. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm juggling numerous stuff here. I'm trying to be a mogul and fucking extra producer here. Oh. So guys, when we come back, like I said, uh, this week's rant and, uh, other stuff. So guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be back. Return with your host, Jay the Red Santi, and the regular season sports cast. Oh, yeah, que paso, Bobby? Listen, I know you guys like to go to the other pizzerias, like the Pizza Hole, or the Little Caesars, or the other, que se, the, the, the one with the Capicus, que se llama Domino's. But let me tell you something, guys. You gotta come try some Spanish pizza. That's right, baby. They got Papa Wans. That's right, baby. You come down to Papa Wans. Papa Wans has deals for you. Especially when it comes down to the 
sports season. I know two people like to watch you sports and then you like to eat and come algo también. Listen, we got deals for you here at Papa Wines. Get it out. Get it out there for everyone. Listen, first, on Monday we have Mofongo Madness. That's right. You get two large pies and you get a big plate of Mofongo. That's right. That's here at Papa Wines. And then on Wednesdays, you can order us yourself some special toppings on your pizza, baby. You can pull on top of it. Yeah, yuca. Or you can pull a piña. You, pull, you can even pull some pernil on top of your pizza for no extra cost, man. And then, if you order two pies, you get a two liter of Malta just for free, baby. That's here at Papa Wang. You too can be part of it. Oye, ven pa' acá porque nosotros tiene cosas para ti. Papa Wang. The pizzeria for you Spanish people. Ponga sazón, ponga adobo, ponga sofrito. That's right, Papa Wang. Come to Papa Wang. It's close to you, baby. And don't forget, I tell you now, with any pizza you get from us, you can get a side of acapurias, you can get a side of pastelillos, or you can get the side of ajo blanco y habichuela, or you can get a little side of a Aguacate. That's right. You get it all, baby. It's here at Papa Wang. Papa Wang. Make sure that you use the app. Go to the Google Play or the iTunes Store or whatever you use for your phone because some people use Cricket, Metro PCS. I don't know what is it that you use, but whatever app you use, you use Papa Wang. That's right. Make sure you use the Papa Wangs. Papa Wangs is located at any local Spanish neighborhood as well as Anywhere you smell adobo, sazón, or any other Goya products. This commercial is brought to you by... The Regular Season Sportscast. The Regular Season Sportscast. Yo, this is Papito Music, and you're listening to TRSS. Yeah. This week's rants. So the other night, your girl's favorite artist, Josie's Boy, and I had a real deep discussion let me tell you something. If you can't have a real deep discussion, meaning where you can exchange uh, profanities and uh, express your views logically and illogically with a spice of humor, but yet still have a passion of what you're talking about amongst friends, then you don't really have a fucking friendship. <laughs> Let's just say that. It's funny because Oski was a witness to the conversation. He's never thought that he, uh, Josie's boy and I, can get into debates in this magnitude, but it's happened from time to time. And when you're able to do that, you have the discussion and then uh, pour a bottle, uh, a glass of wine for each other. Then, you know, that's when, that's when, you know, you have a, a longstanding friendship. So the discussion was about uh, the G league is to offer as per ESPN, the G league is to offer 125,000 to elite prospects as an alternative to college one and done route, which by the way, Strange applause all around to Lamar Ball because that if if that's not his his doing the reasoning of why he wanted to start his own league I don't know what is but honestly speaking this is basically what should have transpired a long time ago I thought this was something that should have occurred years ago and uh, they're finally getting on the ball because. I, I, for me, I think that a lot of individuals, I've always said it, a lot of individuals 
may not need college. It it's just it's just it's just facts. They don't need college. They could go if they're NBA ready, they could be NBA ready. Or if they're not college material and you're doing this one and done thing, you're wasting a, a scholarship for somebody who's going to need it, who's who would want to use it for the four years, who's going to do something possibly outside of sports, outside of basketball. It's a waste. It's a wasted scholarship. It was wasted a uh, hundred thousands of dollars wasted on a kid who's going to be leaving your school. Why would you want to invest on one year of a success when you could you could hopefully get a long standing run with these players. You know, it, 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 this is your way of trying to regulate automatic progression to the NBA. If a kid is NBA ready, they're NBA ready. That's I'm that's I've always said that they have the talent. Why waste that year? But uh, in this move, as per ESPN.com, in a move that could challenge the NCAA's monopoly of an elite talent, the NBA's G League is creating a new venture to an alternative to the one and done route. For the best American basketball uh, uh, prospects. Uh, let me see if, if I would be able to play. I could have played audio on this, but nah, sorry. No, all right. Sorry, it's cool. So I'll just read it off. Um, the G League will target uh, recent or would be high school graduates who will otherwise have likely spent one season playing college ball, enticing them to only uh, with a six figure salary, but also the opportunity to benefit the NBA infrastructure as well as a bevy of off-the-court development programs, easy to facilitating and accelerating the transition into the pros, which is basically saying this is going to be a mentoring program for younger players who may not be able, because remember, there's only three three rounds in a draft. Is it three rounds in a draft? I believe so. Two, it's two rounds or three rounds? I, I always forget that. But in any case, um, this is their way of benefiting from becoming more mature when entering the league i see this as a plus i really do i see this as a a a a good start for players to come into development i really do because this 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 is this is necessary to weed out the nonsense it 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 really is especially with all these uh, uh um these alumni who are are looking uh quote unquote to Throw money to the the alma mater by uh, yeah two rounds I mean I was looking that up sorry it's two rounds in NBA draft uh, throw money to the alma mater and basically um, pay for certain players because that's what you're doing generally so now they needed to do this because now the NCAA you have no choice now to benefit on what teams you have now what players you have now. I don't understand. It doesn't take away from the game. What you're going to say? Oh, man, if uh, such and such player would have been on UConn or such and such player would have played on Duke one year, that team would have been great. No, you still can make great teams with what players you have there. And I actually think guys who come out of college, they come out of college after the four years more mature and prepared for the NBA. But there's some individuals who can't do that because. A lot of it, a lot of it is because of where they're coming from. A lot of a lot of individuals are coming from, you know, low income families, low um, the low income uh, cities, and that one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for that year could change a life. You're talking about people who are only making, you know, bare minimum twenty twenty five thousand a year, and you could give somebody one hundred and thirty five thousand to play in a G League. That family could fucking benefit greatly from that. But now you're 
you're you're you're putting individuals in, in situations to where maybe a choice isn't really be needing to be made. It's not. This is this is basically they're out until they could get if the possibility of the big contract if it can get done. But the big discussion in which Josie's boy Josie's boy and I were, were having was a discussion in which was brought out by um WNBA players who said that uh that the they've been doing this for such a long time, they've been playing you know, in their in the WNBA for such a long time that their contracts and their salaries should get a bump up as well. They should be uh, now mind you. Uh this is uh as per Roger Wilson who was a star rookie for the Las Vegas Aces last season in her tweet she she made a mention staying at um one second for starters let's point out the minimum veteran let's yeah for starters let's point out the maximum veteran salary at WNBA is 115,000 just over a little over that's less than the 125,000 the G League is offering the vet contract that's the highest vet contract for the WNBA should they be asking for money? Yeah, of course. Everybody should. Everybody should have a value for their worth and, and for 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 what they're worth. And it, it it's always higher than what it is. And it's Josie's boy made a comment and made a made a statement to me about well, if you're if you're at work and somebody's not pulling their fucking weight or they're just coming in and they're making more money than you, you're gonna complain. You're fucking right. I am. Hell yeah, I complain. Of course. But what what am I gonna do? I mean, at the end of the day. They brought them in for that salary for a fucking reason. Will it suck? Yeah. Do I pull my weight more? Yeah. If I've been around for longer, yeah. I've seen so many times that somebody's fucking had more money than me. But, but at the end of the day, what they're looking at when it comes to this is that what's the draw? What's been the bigger draw? Male male basketball or women's basketball? Now, through the years, the WA, WNBA has progressed. They've and you know they've come to a point where they were almost at a brink of extinction because the, you know, they they were almost going to be donezo, but they found a resurgence here and there. But they're still not making the same money that the NBA is generating, and it's tough because it's hard to do to 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 get in the money they deserve. They should get it. They should get more money. They should. You know they they they're they're busting their ass just as as hard as a basketball as an NBA male, of course. But their seasons are shorter. They don't have the same works, the, the same road schedule as, as the NBA players do. They're not more in the forefront, more with the lucrative, uh, uh, contracts and, 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 um, advertises that the pressure that that NBA male player does. They don't have to go through that. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's a diff, it's a, it's a different scale. It's hard. And shout out to Josie's boy because he was really fighting to, 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 you know, to, to make a statement that, yeah, they, they should get the money. They, not, that not I'm not taking anything away from them. they should they they should ask for it but at this point in time it's not my point is, is that the the sports the sports society sports uh fan base looks they still look at the w the WNBA as a novelty they look at it as it's there like and I and I joked and it was funny because you know, he was getting pissed off because I was actually cracking jokes about it but I said they you know their games are on ESPN the Ocho like they're not they're not drawing. They they only draw the first five rows of an arena. It's it's not the same. They're not the G League is what? Of course, it's the preparation. They're gonna fuck the past couple of years. Summer leagues and D leagues are getting more and more views because of the the potential that's about to go into the NBA. The NBA has become a a, a such a monstrous juggernaut in the past ten years that it's about to over, if not has 
over uh uh over excel in revenue in 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 advertising than the NFL and the MLB combined because of what occurs. People pay attention more to NBA offseason than they would on NFL and, and and any other sport. It's 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 a fact the NBA has become this juggernaut. Hell, the New York Knicks, who has the most shittiest season fucking for the past few years, are still in the top three of the most wealthiest franchises in sports. It's it's phenomenal how these these that this money is it, it's trickled down to everyone that's associated with the NBA, which includes the WNBA, and which is including the D to G leagues. This is this is something that that it's it's just a trickle down effect, and at the end of the day, they're going to look out for the new possibilities of nba male players you know and it's it's sad when you get the vicky johnson's the sue birds the leslie the uh, lisa leslie's these guys have you know these women have have paved the way and pined their way and 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 broken down barriers for their 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 sport but the fans do not support it they're not they're not going to the games a lot of times i've seen a lot of these tickets go for free from at nonprofit organizations. No, they don't support it. And it's like I said, it's unfortunate, but it's true. You know, there was a comparison that Josie's boy made about the Harlem Globetrotters. I'm like, yeah, they're like, it's, they're like that. It's a novelty. It's unfortunate, but it's a novelty. People, people, you know, in those games are fucking great and people still don't get it. Like I, I go, when I coach basketball, I always told the kids, the male boys that I said, if you want to learn real basketball, Watch women's basketball, watch women's college ball, and watch WNBA ball. I always tell them that because that is fundamentals and and quintessential basketball playing. Women's basketball down the line. All young male players, they all sit there and they want the flash, they want the 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 the, the highlight reel type of fucking plays. But if you really want to learn learn how to play ball, watch the WNBA, watch women's college ball. Those are the games that are quintessential in in developing your craft. And it's unfortunate, like I said. It's 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 the same argument that I heard about female wrestlers. They they want the same contracts as the fucking male wrestlers. You are not the draw. You are not the draw. People like you. They're 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 promotions like Shimmer, uh, OWO wrestling that cater to just women crowds, and people do come out to see them. But you're not the draw. The draw is the males, and it's not a sexist culture. That's just what it is. It's been like that for years. Should it change? The landscape change? Yeah, the, the landscape changes when people change. WWE is trying to make that change. Now they have their their their, their first pay per view all women's. Now they're implementing women as main event caliber. One day maybe a women's match will be a a, a at WrestleMania as the main event, but it's not because that's not the draw. One day the WNBA may be looked at as 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 an NBA equal, maybe. But right now, people, the, the fans are not supporting it, and they can't get the money. You can't pay somebody money for something that people are not paying to see. But should they? Should they? Should they argue it? Of course they should. Of course they should argue the point. We all should argue. Well, hell, I'm worth. The, I'm worth more than what the fuck a lot of motherfuckers is at my job. Shit, hell yeah. But they not come. They didn't come. They not paying for me. Hell, I know I do more than a fucking administrator or or anybody else does. But. They didn't. They didn't pay me that money. They gave it. They gave it to somebody else who they felt, who they knew that was gonna get the money. Who's gonna, who? Who is the draw? I guess. Whatever. I mean, it's, it's it's ridiculous, but it's true. But in in any case, uh, this G League thing. Once again, I I knew it was uh, uh, had to be in place because 
you know, Lamar Ball made a lot of sense, man. He did. He made a lot of sense, and he shook a lot of, he ruffled a lot of feathers with his statements and his possibilities. So you say what you want, but the man innovated some shit. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to be doing the NFL review and preview, so don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll return with TRSS and that angry dude behind a microphone. Yeah, this is Chris Seaton. And this is Smooth Blackman. And we are the NYWK. And you're listening to the TRSS. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming anyway. So this past week we had um some interesting games as every week we do. Uh kicking off, like I said, that Thursday night game. Yeah. And the Wolves continue over there in uh in MetLife Stadium. Uh the Buccaneers were able to uh tr- well were 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 trying to uh hold off hold on with the Falcons, but the Falcons were able to uh pull out the W there. Uh, uh, the Jets pull off a big win against the Colts. Big, big, big play. Big play from, uh, their offense. It was a shootout over there, weren't it? Shit, damn. Guys were scoring some points over there. Seahawks were able to hold down defensively the, the Raiders. There's Gruden's, it looks like it's going to be a problem over there soon. If it's, if it, if not now, um, Texans were able to knock down the Bills. Vikings were able to, uh, Hold off the, the, it's funny because the Cardinals, I, I don't know who's, who's worse, the Giants or the fucking Cardinals. Yikes. That's a, that's a real, oof. Now it might be the Cardinals because after the shellacking he took this past Thursday, yikers. Uh, big game, Steelers versus Bengals. A lot of repercussions from that game as well, but it's funny because not, a, not a lot of, uh, how would you say, a lot of animosity during this game. It was just a lot of, a lot of good playing that was going on, although, um, there is an individual who looks like he'll be hitting, some, getting hit with some fines over there. Uh, the Dolphins were able to were able to hold off the Bears' defense and score and win an OT. Rams are still undefeated. That's uh, that's that's a dangerous team over there, fam. Real dangerous. Uh, what else is on the board? The Cowboys was able to trounce that Jaguars D, and it looks like that Jaguars D is was nothing more than little kitten these days. The Patriots and Chiefs games was a shootout that Sunday night. I, I don't think that kid Mahomes was nervous. I think that kid was ready to play. He just was way too excited to play. Um, he's got a future, man. Pat Mahomes got a real fucking future. That kid is going to be something. I'm telling you. For him to go toe-to-toe against a uh, Patriots team like that, 
that says a lot. And finally, the Monday night game. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. I have you in my fantasy football, and you did a hell of a game. You played with a fucking one leg, basically, and you were able to pull off such a big win for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Which leads me to this week's picks and preview. As I mentioned earlier, Broncos trounced the Cardinals as of this recording. So, yikers to the Redbirds over there. Uh, tomorrow, a 9.30 game, which will be played, I believe it's in London, yeah. It's in London. We have the Chargers going up against the Titans, and I'm going to take the Titans on this one. Panthers versus the Eagles. Eagles at home. I'm taking the Eagles at home. We have the Jets and Vikings. <coughs> I think the Vikings will be able to pull this one on the road. Colts and Bills. This will be a funny game, but... I got to take the Colts at home. Bears and Patriots. This one might be actually a tougher game because it seems as though that the Patriots are the walking wounded. Edelman doesn't look like he's going to go. Gronk didn't, uh, didn't ride with the team to Chicago, so it looks like the Bears might be able to pull this one out at home. Browns and Buccaneers. Come on, Browns. Come on, Browns. I want them to win so badly. Texas and Jaguars. If the Jaguars defense looked like they did last week, the Texans could pick them apart. I'm going for my man Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson here. I'm taking the Texans over the Jags. Lions and Dolphins. Why not? Uh, looks like Tannehill might be out again. Oswald get the start. I'll take the Dolphins at home. Saints and Ravens. Drew Brees is still looking immaculate. I'll take the Saints over the Ravens. Cowboys and Redskins is going to be one of those shootouts. I think it's going to be the Redskins at home. 49ers and Rams. Rams will be rolling and continue to be undefeated here. Bengals and Chiefs at the 8-20 Sunday night game, which is going to be a good game as well. After after a crushing loss last week, I think the Chiefs are going to bounce back and pull the W out here. Finally, the Falcons and the Giants. The Giants will not be winning on the road. And on a Monday night game, they are terrible at primetime games. I'm taking the Falcons here. Those are my picks for the week. All right, guys. So uh, when we come back, let's talk sports and shit. We're going to wrap it up and then uh, talk to you guys in a second. Don't go anywhere. Don't leave. Please don't leave. We'll be back with the regular season sportscast with Jay the Red Santi and whoever's sitting in the co-host chair. Hey, this is Matthew Ritter and you're listening to TRSS. Man, we talking sports and shit.
All right, so talking sports and shit. What do we have on the uh, blotter here? Uh, we have the NBA season kicking off, and everybody's so excited because what do you say? People want to see LeBron fail. I, I guess that's what it is, but I don't know. I I, I don't think there's going to be too much of a problem over there in in, in the Lake Show. I I think they'll be all right. You know, the ambition is to get them out, uh, be playoff ready, and get them on to playoff contention team. Magic has already stated that this team was built for the playoffs, and that's that's the goal. And and you know, they had a tough game in Portland, first game out, but that's all right. Don't hang up them sneakers yet. They they look like they're able to develop. Golden State had a big win at uh at Utah the other day. I think that um. I think we're going to see some interesting stuff this season, man. I think we are. Everybody's hyped up about Anthony Davis. He had a big game against a Houston team that plays no defense. But other than that, like, I, I, I can't wait to see. I know we're going to have a lot of individuals who, who, who step through our hollow holes here at the studio who love to talk basketball. We're going to have that going on here. So let's see what happens. Uh, happy, happy opening to the NBA weekend. You got uh, NBA week, you guys. Enough with the suspense already. Get on with the blasted story. Unfortunately, we lost a true giant in sports this past week. We lost uh, Paul Allen, man who is known as the innovator and the creator of Microsoft Windows and such, alongside his his partner, Bill Gates. Uh, but he was also a man who enjoyed sports Loved it so much that he was part, he was an owner of the Seahawks, Portland Trailblazers, and that whole, um, Northeast, um, excuse me, Northwest sports scene. Admired and enjoyed his, his tenacity and his willingness to continue the culture out there in Washington and, and Oregon and, and those, in those states. It was also in talks of possibly bringing back a basketball, team to seattle and uh it's a it's a tough loss we be a true innovator true giant in 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 technology and a man who is a a real enthusiast of sports passes away at the age of 65 nothing for you uh we also have breaking news and Angels are opting out of their stadium lease in Anaheim, meaning will they leave Anaheim or do they have to build them a new building? Interesting. Ah! Um, MLB playoffs is out and up and running. You guys know the World Series is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. And the way that it's looking right now, uh, both the uh, both series are are. Looks like it could be closing out at any second. Boston has a strong lead over Houston. I liked Houston. I really did. So they had a, they, they won their World Series last year. Boston is a dominant, dominant fucking team, man. They're, they're looking unstoppable. And the Dodgers are going head to head with the Brewers. And this is the, I said it before. And Oski mentioned to me before. This is a make or break year for, for the Dodgers. They have to, they have to pull out that W, man. They really have to pull out that W because if not, it's going to be a fire sale, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, keep it posted, keep it locked. It is going to be crazy over here in, uh, in MLB world. So take a look, be a lookout for that. Yeah, I do that.
Um, it looks as though that uh, the Cleveland Browns have traded Carlos High to the Jaguars, which I had him on my fantasy team. I dropped his ass quick. Also, um, it was a uh, um, what's his name? Um, Tyron Mat- uh, Mateau. He he put up a he put up a a, a, a nice tweet that uh, so a lot of people don't give recognition to this individual. He writes in his tweet: Six years ago, I was arrested, kicked out of school, entered rehab, got called, got a call that my best friend got murdered. Uh, stick dropped. Uh, sorry. Uh, stick dropped. Most of the people I thought loved me turned their back on me. Only a few cared. I'm here. I'm only a few cared. I'm here and tell you to fall forward. You never know what their future has in store. It's a beautiful thing, man. A lot of times people take what goes on with them in life and just use that as a crutch as an individual. This young man took it and uh, he um he put the pieces together and, and found a way to make it work, man. So congratulations to that young man. It's a beautiful thing that he put together. I love it when a plan comes together. And finally, I was watching, uh, they were showing videos of um, uh, Chief Defender trying to tackle Brady, and he had to pull up because of that stupid-ass rule, so he wasn't sure whether or not if he could tackle him, not, tackle him or not, and he pulled up, and this ended up being probably one of the biggest plays in that in that game, which basically had them score and, and win the game for them. They really got to fix shit over there in fucking in the NFL. They really not going to do anything about it now because um, I guess uh, what you say that it's the middle of the season. They're not going to fucking make any alterations to it now. But as for that ruling, that needs to be fixed, really, honestly, because players are not going to even know what they're going to do or how to play the game anymore. So really find a way to fix it. I mean, put it together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, short week. We are out of here. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, the regular season sportscast. Check us out on YouTube. Also check us out where all the podcasting is available. iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, everywhere there's a podcast outlet. Just type the name of the regular season sportscast. We're there. Also check us out on rageworks.net. Get everything under, under one umbrella. We're there for all your pop culture needs. Don't go anywhere else. We're there for you. Make sure you get it for you. And uh, I'm out of here. I got I got shit to do. I got listen. Sign up. Uh, 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 follow us at uh at all those pages. Also follow us at um at social media stand up man. That's good. My new venture. I'm looking forward to getting stuff done over there. So yeah be a part of that as well so guys i am the king of talk style i am out of here catch you guys on the uh, rebound and as i always say to you squash the regular season sportscast Jesus.
Antiquinhas.